Initializing recap. How do you kill Rondalus Drew? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. This has been like a true Terminator yeah. moment. This guy has been a true pain. It took me throwing him off a building. He's been shot by Durin. Cody has punched him a bunch of times. And finally, this guy's just falling apart. I think at this point, Merrick thinks it's a mercy. It almost looks like in slow-mo, Merrick just sort of passes it through his chest as he starts to fade into the dust and crumble away. I think we can all agree, mistakes were made. This is getting pathetic, Voltaire. Either offer us a deal or some bullshit or we can just get on with it. I understand that, that my end of the deal has been thrown out the window due to my unsavory decisions. We keep this between us. I'm still willing to pay the price of Vale's names. We will come back if someone calls us, and we will squish you. Now, I don't want you to be mad, because I feel like we've just kind of mended the bridges, but you were out for a little longer than you may think. Oh, Fuck. God, I was going to ask. <laughs> and unfortunately, I believe your 72 hours is up. Recap complete. Welcome back to another exciting episode of No Quest for the Wicked. Gentlemen, I have two very exciting questions for you. Are you ready to rock? I'm probably yeah. rocking back Fuck and yeah. forth with the we trauma of having almost died twice. So yes. Fuck yeah. Um, more importantly, are you ready to roll? If, roll if I won a few times, I'm very optimistic about it. So yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, Garth and Cody are rolling around on the floor. So yes. I'm optimized. Let's go. I'm so optimized. <laughs> I'm optimized prime. Well, where we last left off, you guys had faced off in the gallery Voltaire against Voltaire's forces and his two private security guards, uh, Rondalus Drin and Ava Lynn, who you have effectively crumbled into dust on the floor. You managed to save Vale. You reunited Jenny with Cassie Klaas, and you completed uh, Jenny's contract, which we'll talk about in a second. And Voltaire has upheld his end of the deal and has offered uh, Vale negotiations in, in whatever... Uh, amount of money he wants to undo the video footage of you terrorizing the cube. Yeah, but it kind of feels like it doesn't really matter right now because we've lost our window of opportunity. Yes, you have also used your three day grace period to, you know, turn yourself in. That just Mm -hmm. means you could still do it. You can still approach the council, the Federation Mm -hmm. of Council. You just, you are now currently wanted fugitives for sure. Are we still in the room with Voltaire? Yes. Voltaire places his hands all together and and says, Look, I understand this puts you in a mm, sticky predicament, but I have used my power as leader of Surth to put an embargo on any bounty hunting to take place on Surth for the next 24 hours. So you have 24 hours to get your affairs in order and make a plan of attack, whatever it may be, without any harassment, else they will face the wrath of yours truly. But you don't have any fixers left. 
They don't know that. Also, <laughs> also, I have plenty of fixers left. Also, people know that I wiped out an entire corporation in the course of a night. Also, I will say, very impressive. It's good work. Thank you. It's still pretty fucked up. No, yeah, no, I wasn't yeah, saying it wasn't, but it's still good work. It's impressive. Well, thank you for the 24 hours, I guess. Not thank you for knocking us out to the point where we became fugitives, and also cutting the fuck out of me. I'm trying to give you the the time back, you know, you can't, you can never get time back, but I can give you time back, if you know what I mean? Look, there's this, this a world where that's, this is for the best. If we thought we were free and they got us in a position, they probably would just take us anyway because of our relationship to Victor, to Azen, up to a couple extra bounty hunters. Um, yeah, yeah. Voltaire leans forward and says, look, I want to make sure that we leave on better terms than we may be on right now. So I am going to invite you into my private treasury, where I will allow you to take a single item of your choosing. Whatever strikes your fancy will belong to you. How does that sound? I'll take it, I guess. I can't say no to that offer. We can use all the help we can get. Especially now. Yeah. Jenny walks over to you and says, I am also going to, the second I am back down in the drip, I will let priests know that your contract is complete and you will be paid in full, plus a little bit of extra bonus uh, for the, the trouble you went through for me. Thank you, guys. I knew I was making the right choice when I hired you. I'm glad we could could help. Um, I do have one thing to ask before you head off, if you if you don't mind. Yes, I am a musician. Okay, I wasn't <laughs> sure. No. Uh a friend, my one of my best friends is a very big fan, and he did, I think, become less friends with me when I met you and didn't, I, and he wasn't there. Could I get an autograph? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, of course. Um, and she pulls out a small, like, little notebook, and she signs it, and she tears it off and gives oh, it to me. It's, it's, it's to short check. Yeah, can you misspell short check for us, please? No, don't do no, that. No. And it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be more personable. He's so angry at me already. I know. Please, Jenny. Yeah, of course. Uh, she crumples that one up and, and then does another autograph uh, specifically for short check. And it says, um, keep on rocking, little guy. Hell and yeah. she tears it and, and gives it to you. And then she says, also, I'll be sure to get priests to send you over some merch and stuff. All signed, of course. It's the least I can do. Thank you. Thank you. Now I'm going to I'm gonna go hang out with Cassie for a little bit before I head back down to the drip. But... Uh, you know, ex- expect payment. And once again, you guys fucking rock. As do you. You're a musician. Yes, I am. Vale also looks at you and says, gentlemen, if you will excuse me, I have some very exciting negotiations to enter into with Voltaire. Uh, I will be in contact with the reversed footage. It is, they lean closer and say, look, I was going to do it for free for, you know, getting me out of this situation, even though you are also kind of the ones who put me into this situation. But regardless, I was going to do it. But if I can get some money out of no, no, there, this is fantastic. Take the money. Take the money, 100%. Oh, you don't oh, have yeah. to tell me this. I'm, I'm going to. And Vale, mm. when you reach out, if you want help, if you need help, we're, we're here for you. All right? Yeah, well, I would like to reiterate that prior to meeting you, doing just fine. I, I knew I knew you for all of 
maybe five minutes and we were attacked by husks, uh, elite bounty hunters. Uh, I was put in a ball and almost cocooned. So might keep up the solo thing for a little bit. To be fair, he was going to send someone anyway. And on top of that, now you're rich. So there are some upsides. Yes. Um, And Voltaire takes a couple steps and says, I appreciate the offer. Vale takes a couple steps towards Voltaire and turns to face you, Cody, and says, but I do appreciate the offer. Thank you. If we if we hear anything, uh, we'll let you know. And I, I hope you'll do the same. Hey, Vale, if you ever need a ship, feel free to look up the persistence. We're always happy to fly you. I appreciate that as well. Um, and they uh, begin walking towards uh, Voltaire and... Voltaire's throne and stage begins like rotating around and uh, some people in those like crushed velvet suits come over to you and say, I would like to show you to the treasury now. Lead the way. How exciting. And you are led down a series of halls with too many doors that make any sense and eventually open up to a large uh, vaulted chamber. And the guy in the suit spins the handle a couple of times and uh, the door opens into what looks like a museum with a bunch of pedestals and like a mixture between a gift shop and a museum. There's things on like wire hangers all over the place of various t-shirts and bands and stuff like that. Um, There are little like bobbleheads and figurines, but then there are also four items of note sitting on these marble pedestals. And the man in the suit goes behind a desk and uh, presents them to you and says... These are the cherished treasures of Voltaire. You are welcome to peruse anything here and and take whatever you would like. Uh, One item each. And uh, they will belong to you as a symbol of Voltaire's uh, gratitude for Not killing him. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so there are six items here, along with a bunch of other random shit. So if you want something mundane, please let me know. There is a, a like a about a like two foot long scepter that is okay. carved ornately out of ivory. And I will tell you, Merrick, because you made specific note to write it in your book. It matches almost identically to the throne you saw in the uh, nobles' hideout. Hmm. That that throne that was covered in those little tiny carved orchids. Mm-hmm. This has the same style with the same like carved orchids into it. Damn. Okay. Um, there's a little plaque that says it. It seems to be a royal heirloom of a forgotten kingdom. There is a leather jacket that has been well worn. It is an old, old black leather jacket of a famous rock star, Justice Knight. And on the back of it is this uh, large patch of a lion with these empty flaming eyes. And it is from a, a band called Blind Lion. Cody's staring at that jacket in awe. There is a set of welder's goggles and the plaque reads, Goggles that a welder wears while welding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There is a broken sword. It is the hilt of a sword and about maybe four or five inches of the blade that has then been snapped off. And the blade is the color of 
like an oil spill. And as you turn it, you get like that those colors, the like the, the green and the purples and, and all that kind of stuff. And this seems to be, or it's claimed to be a relic of a decisive battle of the Unity War. Um, there is a small mason jar filled with a red rock that is constantly sort of moving and reforming and changing and then turning colors and then and turning back red and changing shape again. And it is a chunk of soil from Exidium 12. Is that the living planet? Yes. Damn. Okay. There's been some theories about that. And the final item is a cracked and scorched dark gray twisted horn said to be carved off the corpse of an early Sinonan emperor. Wasn't expecting bizarre relics as our gift. Yeah. I thought we'd get in here and you'd be like, you can pick an item under 3,000 credits. <laughs> nope. Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, this jacket, Cody's walking up to it and looking at it. Do you want me to roll a check to see if I know anything about it? Uh, you can do a culture check. Uh, do I even have that? I do, actually, because I forgot. I. Oh, it's a nat 20. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um... Total of 23. This is a really, really old jacket and one that dates back to Earth. So you probably know Blind Lion because they were probably in some movies that you have seen. Mm, Fuck. Yeah, I think Cody's like this, this one. (laughs) Very well. Good choice. An excellent choice. Justice Knight knew how to rock. Um, And they wave their hands over the case and the item disappears and appears on the table in front of you. Uh, I pick it up and I look at the guys. I'm like, is it is it too fancy to wear? I think you're fine. I think it's perfect for you. Should I try it on? Yeah, I want to tell you you look cool, so. Well, only say it if it's true. I, it I put it on. Does it look cool? Uh, yeah, you look cool as fuck, man. You're wearing a cool leather jacket. Hell yeah. Uh, Merrick, what are you taking? Uh, don't know. I think I have to take the scepter just because that is a mystery that I have some clues about. Okay. But I'm not too, I'm still processing my brain here all right uh Duren, do you have a yeah go ahead Duren. yeah, yeah there, Duren, do you have a there, choice there are two that kind of spoke to me okay um i want to examine the uh the horn real quick mm-hmm. uh, what kind of check do you want from me for this one uh that'd be a life science oh i have i have it okay cool <laughs> i wasn't sure if i had it or not Ooh. um i got a 22 Cool. Uh, what are you trying to discern about it? What, like, what does it do, I guess? Or, like, what it, what can it be used for? It's a horn mm-hmm. that has been cut off someone's head. Yes. Yep. So whatever you can think of, you could probably fill it with liquids if you wanted to. or That's pretty cool. Hang it up somewhere. Pretty useful. Pretty useful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, re- <laughs> um, and I guess the next thing I'm curious about is the hilt of the sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we, we talk about like what it does or anything, can I use it as a um, operative weapon? It would be an improvised weapon. An improvised weapon. Yeah, hmm. because it is uh, it is broken and not it, like you could try to repair it somehow. But in its current state, it is broken. Well, maybe I think there's actually a broken stat. But you mean like really broken? I get, I get, I think I get what you're saying. Like I'm imagining like Lord of the Rings style, the the sword that's just like the hilt and a little bit of the uh, the sharp end, right? Exactly. So you would have a minus two to attack and damage. Okay. With it, 
you could use it if you wanted to. What was the details on it one more time? Um, it was a blade said to be a relic from a decisive battle during the Unity Wars. Do we know what the Unity Wars are? Durin and Merrick probably do. Actually, and I won't even. It is. It is sort of like the war that preempted the Federation of Councils. It is the Federation of Councils is the result of a pretty terrible war that happened in Casimal. Mm-hmm. Where everyone once once they realized that like they were fighting a, a zero sum battle, they unified mm-hmm. as a result of it. So that is why it's called the the, the Unity War. I uh, I think that that the hilt of the sword is kind of calling me, Dane, and um, I think that's the one. Feels okay. right. Then the the curator walks over and waves his hand over the the case, and it appears on the table in front of you. But it's like a unique color too, right? You said uh, the hail, uh, the sword itself. Yeah, it looks like like almost iridescent. So like you know the way that oil has that that sort of like color to it when mm-hmm. you look at it in certain light. It's got that kind of look. Okay. Okay. I'm All excited right, about this. I want to fix it. I want to. I want to do something with this. Merrick flips his book open to his chapter about those hieroglyphics or those those symbols on the chair. I gotta keep the story going, so I will take the scepter. Okay, cool. This is when we find out that those welding goggles were the most OP item in the game. They, you do wear them when you weld. Yeah, damn it. It's, it's, Wait, what, it's what welders I, wear. I rub at the dust. It doesn't say well. It says well done. It's damn it. They're well done goggles. Every time we wear them, we have a job well done. Well, welding is uh, the term for uh, for killing your enemies. Shit. We never asked about that. It's stupid of us to assume that the words in this world mean the same as the words in our world. Yeah. So it's completely <laughs> It's light years away. Fuck. Why would you think that? Yeah, the curator walks over, waves his hand over the scepter, and it appears in front of you, Merrick. Fine. I pick it up. Would you like to return to the gallery, or would you like... I could see you out. Where's Jakul? Um, I don't know. <laughs> is he like, was he in the hallway waiting on us? I mean, he was like in the, he was kind of like doing his own thing. Well, I feel like we should leave with him maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so the, the character says, of course I, I can see who in your party would like to also leave and, and I will, I will see you guys out. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I think, I think I'm good. Uh, cool. So yes, they, they begin leading you through the hall, which is completely different from the one you came in, despite leaving through the same door. And you eventually end back up into the dance floor area where you had the battle. Uh, someone is already beginning to sweep up the broken glass and the shards of mirror and the, the dust of Rondelestrin. And Jakul is there uh, sort of tending to some of the people he beat the shit out of. I thought you said you loved beating the shit out of people. That's part of your day. Oh, I mean, it, it is, yeah, for sure. But, like, you know, these guys are just doing their job the same way I'm doing my job. Hey, don't worry. Me too. And I go up and, like, clap them on the shoulder. So glad we're best friends. Are you guys ready to go? Yeah. I'm yeah. Out of here. The guy leads you out through a door that, as he approaches, a exit sign appears. And uh, he opens the door and you exit out onto the streets of the dome. Now, dang, did we ever get the money for the jobs that were pending? Just because I keep meaning to ask and forgetting. You you had it when you went to the dome, but you mm. would assume that probably. Oh, I guess we're still cut off connectivity wise, right? Exactly. Yes. Ah, okay. Sorry. Then never mind. Um, and Jakul turns to you and says, "Well, I I guess this is this is it, huh?" For well, I would hope not. Um, I was hoping we could talk. Oh, 
Yeah, we can do that. I will. Uh, let's walk and talk. I'll, I'll get you to the elevator. What's on your mind, Cody? Cap, Captain, I, you know, you're you're his guy here. That's kind of why we came here. Okay. I just, uh, we need to find them. We we've had this conversation, Cody. I know, we've, we've I know. But this. you said we'd talk more, and it's it's later, and I I, I I thought you'd have something. I don't know where he is. I don't. He hasn't contacted me. You guys are the last people who to see him. I, I'm sorry, but as far as I know, and as far as evidence points, Victor Benson is dead. I I don't believe that. I would also like to not believe it. And there have been plenty of times where I thought Benson was dead, and he was just fine. So this mm-hmm. could be another one of those scenarios. And the guy's a very good friend. So I've got my fingers crossed. But you guys are in so much trouble. Well, that <laughs> worrying about him should be pretty much at the bottom of your list. Well, how about this? Want to come with us? Come find no, him? Get in a little trouble not. yourself? No. Okay. There's a reason why I'm here. And there was a reason why I wasn't on the Maverick. I... I adore Victor Benson. I didn't want to travel with him. That's not the life I want to live. So I appreciate the offer, but if you find him, please let me know. I would love to know that. I'm not the kind of person who wants to travel the galaxy and and, and do what taverns do. It's, this is all because we don't have a med bay, isn't it? <laughs> uh, he looks at you in utter disgust and says, "Who, who doesn't have a med bay? <laughs> the best part is I'm in absolute ribbons right now. <laughs> like I'm fucked up. <laughs> of all people who need the med bay, it is definitely me. Literally right now. <laughs> well, Surf has plenty of med bays. All right, just use them. All right, the ship doesn't need one. Exactly. Okay. Well, I like hold out the hand. I'm like, if you change your mind, if Captain reaches out, don't hesitate. Yes. Yeah. Of course. If I hear anything from from Vic, I will, I'll let you know for sure. And, and vice versa. If you hear anything, it would put my mind at ease, but, uh, you know, Surth is, Surth is home for me. Okay. And he shakes your hand. Um, and you guys arrive at the elevator and, uh, Jakul gets in and says, where'd you like to go? Mission to Malibu. Uh, boozy milkshake. We should go to the bottom so we can get closer to Shark Jack. Well, I think if we're moving our way out, I'd like to say goodbye to Mikhail. You know, you could, you could he, do that. He really helped us out. I think the least we can do is, you know. You know what? You you go ahead. I'm going to go catch a boozy milkshake before we leave. Yeah, you guys are welcome to split up if you would like. Yeah. If there's anything you would like to do independently, please let me know. Uh, if you guys don't feel the need to go to, to Mission to Malibu with Cody, that's fine. You guys can go hit the diner. I think that's where uh, Duran is, but like he doesn't mind going alone. So you know what? Uh, you two can do your thing if you want. Merrick's going to go with Duran to the diner. Okay, cool. So the elevator stops at the drip and uh, lets you off, Cody. And Merrick and Duran, you guys are dropped down back to the bazaar, and you guys will go to the diner. Uh, Cody will do you and Mikhail first. Sure. When you get there to Mission to Malibu, there is a lineup to get Hell in. Oh, yeah. Um, but when the bouncer sees you, uh, he opens the velvet rope and ushers you in, much to the ire of the, the line who is waiting. And you go inside and the place is fucking packed. And uh, Mikhail is behind the bar helping Lustin, who is all forearms shaking cocktails. Uh, and Mikhail is flailing about kind of helplessly in the back, trying to help him 
but not really doing much. But his eyes light up when he sees you. What would you like to do? I'm going to approach, like, the entrance to the bar and, like, add, like, can I help? Lustin looks at you and he goes, do you know how? I, I could refill your ice. Um, he looks at Mikhail and Mikhail just says, yes, yes, go, 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 go. Uh, I, like, run off and get some ice. Cool. Do you Is want the to- ice machine fighting people on the dance floor before I do this? No, that's, the a, ice gr- machine, that's a good question. <laughs> the ice machine is just an ice machine. Perfect. Yeah, I do that. I run back. I'm I'm shoveling it in, and I'm just like, well, you guys seem a lot busier. Oh yes, the second people found out that we were the first bar you visited. Um, oh, also, I don't know if you know this, but you guys are currently the top of the list in the drip as your crew, dubious daddies. <laughs> you guys are our numero uno spot. Yeah, we did make someone eat someone. Yeah, so that was that, that is the craziest thing that's ever happened in a pose off. And let me tell you, that is not a phrase that is said lightly up here. Yeah, um, well, you know, we had Duran on our side, so I think there was no way we could have failed. Oh, by the way, does he know? D- does he know what? Um, does he know that he's a fashion icon right now? Fuck well, me, I know dude. he's a fashion icon, Fuck me. but I don't know. He's pretty humble. Fuck this. I hate this so much. I think deep down he knows he couldn't be as good as he is if he wasn't really trying, you know? Okay. Well, I mean, your decision to tell him or not, it's up to you. But yeah, he's kind of kind of a big deal. And you kind of now look out and you see that probably at least half the people on the dance floor are currently wearing like plaid onesies. Oh my God, I hate it. I hate it so much. He'll be so happy to know that he's left his mark in this way. <laughs> yeah, Mikhail's just like, I'm, I'm sure he'll be thrilled. Don't worry. I'll let him know. You should name a drink after him. Can you make a drink look plaid? Lustin glares at you. Says, I don't need harder drinks to make, dude. Thanks. I think that's a yes. Uh, he goes back to tending bar. Anyway, I just, I want to say one, still the coolest bar I've ever been to. Two, thank you for the help. And, and you know, I, we were getting eaten alive out here until, until you kind of stepped in. And three, you're the son of all bitches. He smiles and says... And you're the bitches of all sons. I like do the handshake with him. Uh, yeah, you guys do it. And he says, now you are kind of in the way. So please go, 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 go. Yeah, I, I think we're going to go, 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 go uh, off the planet and stuff. So this this is goodbye. Um, But hey, you're going to be my first stop when I come back. And uh, I'm glad we could help a little bit. Uh, he pouts for a second and pulls you into a big hug. And he just says, look, I know you're here to say thank you, but I'm going to say thank you as well. You... This bar was not doing well. You saw it. And we kind of got a second lease on life here. So thank you for being absolute chaotic weirdos Mm -hmm. and doing whatever the hell you did because it uh, it, kind of saved my life. So thanks. Hey, anytime. Uh, One question before I go. You don't think we'll start like an eating people trend here, do you? He like grimaces and goes... Nope. Oh, great. All right. Have a good one. And I I leave. As you walk out, you hear cheers behind you, which you think are just, you know, people having a great time as a large gelatinous alien just fully dunks a small Yosoki into its mouth. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Um, And I'll head towards the diner if I know they're getting milkshakes. Yeah. Yeah, Dern and uh, Merrick, would you like to discuss anything without Cody around? Yes. 
Yes. But I want to see if if Merrick wants to start. I hate this. This one, I, the last couple days, Darren, to me, were just a distraction. From what? Everything else that's going on. Benson, as in the bounty hunters, this crime, this web we're stuck in. I get it. The video is important, and I'm glad we've hopefully got that sorted, but I don't feel like we're any closer. Like, we won. We beat the bad guy. We made some people's life a little bit better, but... Does it feel a little pointless to you? Yeah. When I was stuck and Voltaire's trapped, I kept on thinking about the past and how futile so much of my youth with my people were. And it just... I don't know. Would you ever go back? Not if I have a say in it, no. We have that in common, at least. Voltaire said he had no idea who paid him, right? I remember that correctly. Yeah. I don't even know where we're going to end up from here. Like, where do we go from this point? Like, fuck, we're on the run, right? What's plan B? what's What's our next place? Well, if we think about the big picture, eventually we're going to have to break into the super prison planet, allegedly. Allegedly. We're far off from that. Oh, we could go hide, but what's the point in that? Like, I know a lot of small places from my journeys that could, you know, we could hide away from. Do you think the video is going to make any good at this point? No. I honestly think it's better that we're being hunted, because at least we'll stay on our toes. Yeah. If we felt comfortable, if we felt safe, especially with Cody, I'm I afraid we'd fall into a trap. I, uh, I do have a question for you with all of this. Yeah. What's your thoughts about Victor Benson? Victor is a good man. At least, you know, he gave me a second chance when I was almost killed by my brother when I refused to go home. He looked after me until I got better, him and the crew, and it just seemed like the best place to achieve my goal of just learning, exploring, going from place to place. Mm-hmm. Do I believe that he's never done anything nefarious in his life? Of course he has. We all have. You, Victor, myself, probably all of us excited besides for Cody, but even that I don't trust anymore. Clearly somebody's played with the poor guy's brain, just filtering it. What happens if one day he hears a word and the switch goes flip and, you know, he's a different person. I don't know. I just feel skeptical. I feel lost. I feel desperate. I understand. I don't know, Darn. I don't know. I'm going to speak a little honestly with you. I feel like I'm the only one that doesn't put Captain Benson on a fucking pedestal here. I feel like everyone's so busy worshipping the man and the ground he walks upon. We don't think about the fact that he fucking abandoned us. No one thinks about that. Everyone's just like, oh, great captain, he saved the day. But no, he left us when we needed him. No one talks about that. Honestly, I don't care if we never find him. And if he comes back, you're our captain. I appreciate the sentiment, Darren. It's how I feel. I'm going to ponder it myself. I think I owe Victor at least one favor. And trying to save him, mostly the rest of our crew, Quip and Query, they matter more to me right now. I agree. We need to get them out. And then we'll go from there. Let's say that. We'll work towards getting them out in the long term. And then if we learn about Victor along the way, you and I can make that decision then. I agree. Don't, don't tell Cody any of this. I know he, he looks up to the man, but Well, fuck. honestly, Darren, just talking to you alone for a couple minutes, we're both in terrible moods. <laughs> Cody's the only person that brightens up our day at this point, so. Oh my god, why did we go to get a boozy milkshake without him? Can I burst in the door? <laughs> you hear the door or the bell above the, the diner ding, 
as Cody comes walking in. <laughs> Hi, guys. Speak of the devil. Oh, my God. Durin, I know you really. OK, hold on. This is uh, let, let me sit down. Can I get a boozy milkshake, please? Yeah, bourbon. Thank you. Um, whew, How do I tell you? Oh, you're going to be so happy. Make that a double, please. You're like a fashion icon. You've done it. Everyone's dressed in plaid. Everyone's trying to be you. You're like pictures are on the walls. Someone did a spray paint of you. It's great. I'm literally just wearing a poncho right now, Cody. <laughs> but but the the plaid. There's nothing keeping my uh my my dangly bits in place. It's oh. just a poncho right now. Damn. Yeah, I believe he threw. I saw him throw the onesie into into a garbage can, or was it a pit? Or I lit it on fire. That's funny. I found it on the way here, and I beat it out, and I brought it down, and it's honestly, it's still in perfect condition. Nula must have done a great job. Here you go. Thanks, Cody. You're welcome. Uh, what are you guys talking about? Uh our next steps. Next steps. Yeah. Uh, what do we think? Um, let's rest tonight. Tomorrow we'll leave worlds jump into the drift and then i don't know i know a couple small outposts that we can probably won't get recognized that for a little bit until we are able to make a decision or something comes to us well i guess we gotta try to forward this video onto the you know yeah hopefully we can send it in the morning from surf as our last point like tracing point and then just jump in the drift yeah yeah thank you by the way guys i was i was pretty fucked back there darren you you saved my life over and over, and and Merrick, if you hadn't been there, I I would just been parts. So, thank you so much. You guys are just incredible. We're heroes, team. Cody. We're a team. We're not heroes. Yeah, shut We're up. Three you friends. Are. We're three friends. We're just trying to struggle to survive. We're just all big heroes. And he like reaches around, and like grabs you both. I assume we're on one of those like you couches. Yeah. <laughs> so I can just reach over and somehow I'm in the middle. I don't know how that happened, but it happened. Just always are. I probably just awkwardly like scooted over Duran while like <laughs> telling him how much of a fashion icon he is. I just want to leave soon. Yeah, we should go check it on Short Jack after a Viss milkshake. Oh yeah, we got the we got that thing to give him, right? The uh, the autograph. Oh, I can't wait. I also fuck, I want to say goodbye to Ratman. I don't know. Don't worry, but he knows. I guess. He knows. Uh, I will also say your your devices have pinged mm-hmm. with a you have a couple missed messages. Um, one is all of the transactions that went through that were on hold. You have uh, one thousand nine hundred and fifty credits uh, attributed to the tavern funds, and then you get another large payment of fifteen thousand credits from Jenny. Yeah, it's funny because I don't. Did she ever tell us how much we were getting paid? Nope. Nope. Hey. We're bad business people, but we're good friends. <laughs> and that's all that matters. You know what? She paid us what we thought we were worth, so. And is the 1950 for the tavern all the jobs we did? Because I was not keeping track of that. Yes, it is all the ones you did on Surf. Amazing. What would you guys like to do? You have, you've enjoyed your milkshakes. I'm going to go back to the ship. Um, yeah. Cody, have fun. I think I will, too. I'm pretty hyped to give Chorchak his autograph. And, like, aside from... The Ratman, which I don't have any guarantee that I'd find him. I don't know. Yeah, I think like, yeah, I think back to ship for me. I'm in the also, same boat. I'm fucked up, so I really need to sleep. Okay, cool. You uh, make it back down to the docks and you find the persistence and the hatch uh, leading into the ship is open. Okay, oh, I God. go up. 
I, uh, yeah, go into photon mode, bring out the Solarian blade, and slowly pace to the door. I've got baton in one hand, fist on the other. Holy shit, guys, what the... F- let's calm down. Let's let's take a few breaths, all right? Like... You say that, Durin, as you walk in, and as you're telling them to calm down, you see Short Jack face down on the ground, not moving. Oh, no! Oh, fuck. Uh, medical check. 100% medical check right now. Uh, I'm gonna go... Like, I look at Merrick, I'm like, you go left, I'll go right. And yep. I guess, like, almost like a SWAT team or whatever, just, like, checking whatever mm-hmm. other entrances or exits there could be while while Duren performs. Um, I got a 16. He's alive. He's breathing. He's um, still you don't, alive. You don't see any, uh, like, visible wounds, but you do hear uh, crackling, like static, coming out of the intercoms. And you hear something further in the ship, sort of screeching, like, like metal, yeah, metal on metal sounds. Jab, jab him with the with the syringe, and, and let's go. I'm gonna heal him with my fucking. I can't talk. My channel. Okay, you do also have spell slots. I just want you to remember. Oh yeah, I'll just use my mystic heal. Oh, wait, then that's if he channels, cheaper. he'll also get me. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that's fair. I just want to remind you because you never use your yeah. spell slots. That is fair. the The channel is so so useful, you know. No, where's my D8? There it is. Okay. Not great. Uh, so 15 points of healing all around. Amazing. Thank wow. you. You see Cody. Uh, the, the magic takes purchase on him, but nothing seems to happen to Short Check. What the fuck? What's going on here? You hear footsteps approaching down the hall from kind of like where your quarters are into the tavern proper. They're heading towards us? Yes. I motion to Merrick in our usual, you know, either side of a door ambush like we did against the nobles. Uh, okay. Take my blade out, the uh, the tactical dueling sword. Merrick and Cody, you hear the footsteps about to crest through the door. And Durin, you see Priest, uh, Jenny's right-hand man, coming out with a glass of water and a pillow. Oh, he short oh. just passed out. Oh my god, Jenny just stopped by. <laughs> Priest, what's up? Hey. Well, hold on. Key? You don't know it's Priest yet. Oh, we don't know yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm ready to, you can see I'm ready to punch. I'll, okay. I'll know this Priest. Look Cody, at Short Jack and be like, three, guys, two, guys, guys. No, 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 no. Let's weapons away. You hear the hum as my baton good. and my glove like give, kick into gear. It's, my blade is at his neck. <laughs> uh, yeah, Priest takes a step out and. He's like your fist is like an inch away before Duran tells you to stop, and the blade is is like <laughs> humming at his at his Adam's apple, and he says, "Oh, hello. Um, hey, sorry. We probably should have called. Your your friend is okay. He just kind of lost it when Jenny came in. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a big fan. She's a musician. <laughs> so I was I was uh, just bringing him some water and a pillow for him to like when he came to." Wait, what was the metal grinding on metal sound? Um, you still hear that. Um, so like what's happening back there? Oh, Jenny's um Jenny's loading in. P- p- what? Pardon? I I oh, hold on. And he hands you the the pillow and the water, Cody, and he dis- priest disappears back into the the quarters and you hear a couple more footsteps and Jenny comes out and he says she says, "While this is happening, I put the pillow under Short Jack's head and then dump the water on his face." Um, and he wakes up and he's like, <gasps> oh, hey, guys, I got you an autograph. 
There you go. Oh, yeah, that kind of sucks compared to the fact that uh, the Jenny's actually like here right now. I mean, thank you. That's very, well, very nice. But- one, how rude. But two, yeah, that was, we that did, was pretty, uh, that was pretty, we did pretty much center here. So that's, that's that's hold on. Shut up. That's what I'm saying, Cody. What I'm saying is that the autograph means nothing because you brought Jenny harmonics onto the ship and that fucking rules. Are you going to be OK if, if you find that she's still here? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm good. It's just sort of like a a knee jerk reaction. It was just a lot for me to process, especially. You know, it was just a lot. Okay, it's a lot to be, you know, going from Goa to immediately meeting my hero is is a lot. We we missed you the last little bit. I missed you too. I was busy. I was doing my own thing. Don't worry about me. Yeah, we almost all died, apart from Merrick. I almost huh. died. You yeah. did get like half eaten by a bear, but like. I was dying three times, two times, a lot. Yeah, but I fought two bears at once. True. I, uh, and he was a mech at one point. I tightened, or tightened like a lot of loose bolts. And, Hell yeah. Uh, had a pretty nasty shock. Oh no, are you okay? Yeah, I'll be all right. I'll survive. And you hear a priest and uh, Jenny enter back into the room. And Jenny's just kind of leaning against the doorframe as priest kind of tidies up a little bit of the, the mess that Shortjack made when he passed out. Um, I'm going to ready says, an action to catch Shortjack if he passes out again. Uh, he's hyperventilating, but you can tell he's he's keeping it together. <laughs> um, Jenny says, oh, hey, guys. So here's what I was thinking. Cassie was able to pull some strings. And considering the whole, you know, Voltaire situation, he bought out my contract at the Pelagius. And uh, I turned down his offer, obviously. But considering I'm unemployed and you have a tavern without an entertainer, I was thinking I'd come along. I look at the guys. I'm like, yes. Yes. Well, to be fair, I very much appreciate it. However, you know we're criminals, right? Yeah, you're kind of riding with fugitives at this point. We're very. Yeah. You guys have been on Surth for three days now you know this whole place is criminals and fugitives and yeah i mean it's uh, one bad situation is another bad situation at least this is a fucking badass story to tell if i go down as yeah fuck it this is cool it's cool as shit this is this is literally punk rock hell yeah i'm on board for this i think you're cool as hell yeah welcome aboard now okay okay we gotta we don't have a med bay don't mention the med bay. We do not mention the med bay. Um, Jenny looks at you and she says, med bays are for pussies. He- oh my god! I love I love them. I love them so much. I like laugh and a part of my stomach falls out. <laughs> but we have she, an issue, she looks down and at your stomach and says, I mean, I'm not saying med bays are a, the worst idea. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not going to hold it against you. Speaking Could my I have language. to redo the whole bar. I have dad vibes. I need punk rock vibes now. Well, we've got some cool shit to maybe hang up in the bar, and I, like, pull out the leather jacket. By now, the punk rock people are dads. It'll be fine. She looks at the leather jacket, and she's like, damn, is that a Justice Knight jacket? Yeah. You know him? That's pretty fucking kick-ass. Yeah, I know Blind Lion. Yeah, I just got it. Pretty excited. Yeah, it's, I mean, for for a knockoff, it's pretty good. Whoa, what? Oh, oof. Because I will go squash a bug. What? Oof. We got this off Voltaire. Oh. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely not authentic. Oof. Like, it's not from Earth, or it's not from them, or like, how inauthentic are we talking? 
Well, it's from Earth, most likely, probably. But I mean, it's like, if you think that's Justice Knight's jacket, it's not. No, well, that sucks. Yeah, but I mean, like, hey, still a bitchin' jacket. Yeah, it's a pretty cool jacket, Cody. Should we go kill him? Over a jacket? I don't know. Uh, I'm learning from my friends to kill people over lots of reasons. Uh, (laughs) Learn all the right lessons there, Cody, I see. (laughs) No, Cody doesn't really care. He just thought it was cool. I got a stick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put it next to my plant in my room. What if you plant your stick? Think it'll grow into a throne? Everyone who doesn't know what you're talking about looks at you like you're fucking crazy. Um, Short check also, once he gets up, he's like, uh, oh, uh, Merrick, um, someone dropped this off for you. And there is a very plain cardboard box that has the tattered vest logo on it. I, yeah, I open it up. Inside is a, a plainly wrapped garment of some sort you can't really see it yet but there's a card on top that says ugly big head half octopus man might find this useful shop is too busy now because of ugly rat baby um need room for real stock (laughs) and then it just says acknowledged anula oh god all right this is plat i swear to god i open it up you open it up and you recognize it right away because it is Kasatha Microcord 2, which is uh, some armor for you, big guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it heavy armor? Because that's the feet I took. It is not. It is light armor. Oh, that's all right. But it, it gives you a EAC bonus of plus six and a KAC bonus of plus eight. Damn. Ooh, I'll take it. Now it changes into it right away. Hell yeah. So Priest uh, looks at Jenny and says, it was... Great working with you. I will be sure to keep an eye on Cassie. Thank you for everything. And he extends a hand and she shakes it cordially and he nods and he looks at the three of you and he says, "Uh, gentlemen, it was also a pleasure working with you. You did exceptional work. I'm glad that you have made it back safe and sound. If you ever need anything on Surth or would like Cassie class tickets, feel free to hit me up. You can like totally come as well. Oh, no, I hate that. I hate that idea. That's a terrible idea. Um, As you mentioned, you are fugitives wanted for some of the worst crimes in the system. So I will pass. Thank you. Cody, we also have to talk about you inviting people without asking us first. Should I invite more people? No, no, no. If you want to invite somebody, we'll have a group meeting. Okay. Jenny doesn't count because she's too cool. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty rad. Okay. So either as cool as Jenny or we have to have a little combo first. I can I can try. I will note that the static coming from the comms has persisted. Right, persistence. No. It's our whole deal. Ah. Uh, short Jack, what's that about? Um, that's actually kind of like something I haven't really been able to figure out for some reason. I don't know why, but the Eris communication systems are kind of fucked. And uh, every now and then they do this bullshit. It'll stop after a while, and it it you know barely noticeable, but. Uh, there is like a, it needs like a hard reset on a pretty regular schedule. I'm trying to yeah. figure out how to automate it, but I don't, I don't really know what it's all about. Well, how, how do we reset it? Is there a place we have to go or a thing we have to do? Oh, well, I can do an engineering. It's not, it's not a difficult thing. It's just, like I said, I'm, I'm going to automate it. So when it happens, it'll just be reset immediately. But why is it happening? And it's to do with our Aris reactor? Uh, and not so much the Aeris reactor, it's just sort of like the, yeah, I mean, I guess the reactor, yeah, it, it seems to be. Can I make an engineering check? Yeah. All right. Because we still have. talk to us? Well, we still have the missing ones. 
you know? All right, I have a 26. Um, Duren, you, you worked on the Maverick before. This is a problem the Maverick had as well, and uh, it is a pretty commonly known problem with Eris shuttles. Even on the cube, because it is made of Eris shuttles all mixed together, um, the communication systems of the Eris shuttles, for whatever reason, uh, glitch out pretty commonly. Oh, no. Wait, I have a question, Dan. Is this trackable? No, there's, there's it, it's it's all like internal stuff. It doesn't. Okay, it's not like okay. it's sending like a broadcast signal or whatever. Then I'll make sure to reassure. It's it's just a a quirk with the engine, with the reactor. It's a pretty pretty standard. And it's just static, Dan. Like like Merrick, if Merrick like focuses on, it, he can't get a pattern or like any repetition. It's just no. White it's like noise. do you remember the sound that like phones would make or like speakers would make when you got like a cell phone call? Like that sort of like that. Ooh, dating all of us, Dan. Nice. Yeah. Um, it, it kind of like is making that noise, but there doesn't seem to be like an a, a, like a what's the word I'm like Morse code or pattern or rhythm or anything. It just seems to be sort of like a, a, a like a faulty wiring or whatever. All right. Besides the fact that you mentioned it, I have no reason to be like super suspicious of it. Feels and sus, but yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Especially now that my good bud Duran has reassured me. Yeah, it's fine. It's all fine. Nothing's ever fine, Duran. It's all fine. Damn, we're getting depressing. <laughs> cool. Is there anything you'd like to do? Uh, Priest is on his way out. Um, Jenny is getting settled in. The, the the static eventually calms down. What would you like to do? Oh, fuck. I would like to search the ship just because I am still really paranoid about that assassin. Uh, okay, well then let's let's do it all. All three of you give me perception checks. Fuck. Don't worry. I think my eyes fall out or something. 17. Merrick? 11. Okay, I will say, honestly, you could have even taken a 20 on this. I don't know why I made you roll. If you really want to scour it, you guys can all take 20s to spend an hour scouring the ship. Mm -hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. If you want. I'm I'm down. I would do that. Okay, so just give me your, your max. I mean, like, okay, here's what I'll tell you. You find nothing out of the ordinary. There seems to be no one's been on the ship. Nothing's been tampered with uh, outside of the things that short Jack has repaired or tuned up or or like places where you see that he's been working. There's no sign of any interference or intrusion at all. Okay. Mm -hmm. Short Jack, did you water my plant while I was away? Yeah, I've been making sure to make sure it's not too wet, but also not too dry. You know, keep it in that sweet spot. I've got a green thumb. I lived on Goa for years. Yeah, that's exactly what patients said. I get it. Thank you for the help. I got you, baby. (laughs) <laughs> all right i'm gonna go to the bar do you guys want a drink i would love another drink are we gonna start incorporating boozy milkshakes to our bar we have to buy a milkshake machine and some ice cream and a freezer the next quest eventually yes but for now i just have the boozy part hey friends space gm dane here to do the things we're gonna keep this lightning fast like so fast because i am tired and it's late so we're gonna get through this real quick so i can get this episode up and in your beautiful beautiful ears first and foremost we hope you're enjoying the episode second gotta say a big 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 thank you to everyone who has been submitting names to the discord because we're about i think three or four episodes into the new arc and y'all are saving my ass with the the names it it takes so much mental energy to come up with names and so much of that work has been removed for me because you guys are brilliant there is actually one npc that actually breaks terry 
based because of its name and, and persona. So look forward to that. I'm not going to give any other spoilers other than that. If you would like to join the Discord, just head on over to NoQuestCast.com. Click the Discord link. It'll send you an invite. You can join. You'll be welcomed with loving open arms by me and the boys and everyone else in the Discord. Our community is so freaking cool. I can't I can't stress. I know I say it a lot, but I really can't stress enough how badass the community is on the Discord. If you enjoy the show, you belong in the Discord. We would love to have you. And again, if you if you want to get a little bit of your you know, your prints on the show, submitting a name to the name database is a great way to do it. Anyway, just thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Okay, you guys are having a drink. I need to know what your plan of action is. What are you going to do? Where are you going next? You cannot, I mean, you can stay on Surth, but you will have pretty much the entire station coming after you. Yeah, I think... Uh, I have a wild suggestion, but I want to hear what Merrick's about to say first. I was just going to say what I've said before, which is we'll just send the video in in the morning if it's ready, hit the drift, and just go to, to one of the small places i've been but i'll take a i'll take a haymaker what do you got for me darren i think we need to hit the oversight guild i think we need to bring this video to them somehow oh, because not directly just an email hey that I, that yeah. works with me um email, email from surth because otherwise there someone's gonna get us eventually why don't we do something a little unexpected God, Darren, what are you about to say? I think you know exactly what I'm suggesting. Back to the cube? cube? No, no. (laughs) No, okay, maybe not. All right. It would have been real cool if you suggested what I was thinking, but uh, we have a few crew members that are in a tight situation. We're not going to the the fucking prison planet. Why not? I don't think we can. I I think It's surrounded by dreadnought ships. Am I wrong in saying that, Dave? I mean, yeah, the second you're out of the drift, they will target you, for sure. Like, I'm not saying we just go there. We come up with a plan. We get in. We get our crew. And we get out. I just don't think we're ready. I will do this if that's the only option. But from what I know, we'd just be fucked. And we have the video. Like, this is the first step in getting them free, you know? I gave you my pitch. I like that your pitch is just... We're going to rob a bank. All we have to do is rob the bank and not get caught. Like I said, like there's a more nuance to the plan if we all agree. But uh, otherwise, whatever you boys want to do. Okay, let's go. Let's go small scape here. Like let's let, I, I've got a feeling everything is connected in a way. So what are things that are happening or things we could spend time we're trying to find Azin, we could trace some of the uh, some of the places I know I know he's been. We could well, we can't research Jalen Mazo because Cody here can't even hear his name, and that's a little bit tricky. Cody breathes out and like takes a sip of his whiskey. He's like, "I can hear it now. I can see the fucker." What? Yeah. Did Vale uh, help you out with that? I don't think so. I think it was just when I was out, something happened. That's why it took so long to get to you guys. I'm sorry about that. So we can research Jalen because for some reason, I don't know whether that's involved or things with that are just progressing at the same time. Yeah, I'm well, I'm down for that course of action. So it's either, I don't know, those are the big ones besides just hiding. So do we know what it would take for us to be able to forward this video to the Oversight Guild? Like, can we do it from here? 
Yeah, I mean, you have you've you've talked to to Thimble on the persistence, yeah. but um, like, so you could you could definitely send an email out to it. Mm-hmm. Um, would that like essentially you need to stand trial? Yeah, in order to clear your name, just sending evidence isn't like you can't be charged with murder and email the police what you think <laughs> clears you and be yeah. like, well, let's solve that. But I feel like right now we're being the kind of the go ahead has been given to a lot of people to, to hunt us down. And I think it's, are we dead or alive wanted at this point running away? Like if we don't like go in and be like, Hey, we're innocent. Here's evidence. We're just, we're pretty fucked either way. Cause then they get us on like what dodging or being, like run away or something like that, you know? This is the thing. If you want to try to clear your name, you do have to go to Therum and sort yeah. of like present your case. If you want Whoa. to continue to evade them, you're welcome to do that. But just sending them the video is not going to get them to call off the bounty hunters mm-hmm. or the Ministry of Defense. Well, I was thinking to like at least begin like a conversation with Astrid to the point where like, again, I don't want to show up either. If they think we're hostile and we just pop up, maybe they'll fucking blow us up. I wanted to begin that conversation with Astrid so that maybe we can talk about what it would take. Sure. Absolutely. If you wanted to enter into negotiations of being like, look, here's our evidence. We're willing to come in, yada, yada. That is also a course of action. Yeah. So I just didn't want you to think that like email sent. No, I I knew that wasn't the case, but I do feel like it is step one, right? Sure, yeah. If you wanted to try to reach out to to the Oversight Guild or the Federation of Council or the Ministry of Defense or Thimble, like those are all people you can reach out to for sure. Yeah. I also wasn't sure if like how things work, if we'd have to like drift into their system to be able, like I don't know where they are, or like near planet to be able to transmit, in which case we would be putting ourselves in danger, you know, et cetera. No, I'm I'm going to kind of rule in this world. And in this setting that you guys can communicate fairly instantaneous. Cool. Cody would be up for that, but we did start talking about Jalen Mazo, So now he doesn't care. So wait, we brought up the cube a moment ago. What's the status on it right now? Maybe you should ask Thimble. She's probably wondering if we're still alive. Let's keep radio silence for now. I mean, you guys could get on like the news and check. Yeah, that's that's what I want to do. I want to do a quick uh, Wikipedia or Wikispacia uh, search. Oh, we, we, we have a TV at the bar. Spacipedia. I just turned the bar TV on. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't take long. It's pretty much like the big news. The The cube is still good. There is just a, a large section of it that has been pretty severely fucked. The big thing is the fact that there were a bunch of blades that shot at one another. That mm-hmm. like seemingly turned on other blades. There is the idea that this was a terrorist attack, and there are rumors now that it was of Sononan origin, and that there was like casualties, right? Like people died. Yeah. So those are like those are the three big things. The cube hasn't been destroyed. It's it's kind okay. of like if if a you know a, a city block kind of got blown up. It's it's devastating. It's a huge huge loss but Hmm. it's not enough to like destroy an entire space station so what we like what i said earlier i've already said it but i'll say it again just to reiterate as an option the safest option would be to hit the drift and then check out some of the places in some of the smaller planets that Asin and i uh, met interacted assuming that he was on those planets for some reason i know he 
tries to act like some harbinger of chaos, but there had to be a purpose behind some of those visits. Wait, he wasn't he here on Surth? There has been no evidence of as an on Surth. No. no, I thought Voltaire. Like, nope. you guys kept making assumptions. Okay, then I was wrong in that. Merrick kept asking about it, but so far, no one knows who Azen is on Surth. Okay. Yeah. I feel like uh, Merrick's been pretty good at asking people about it. Unless they're lying. Let's go ask everybody in Surth. Hell That's yeah, man. That's a great idea. So there's that, or I, I, don't, I don't know. I truly, I don't know the right answer, and this is, this is difficult. This is the hardest part about being a captain. So I don't know what the right call is in this one. What if we open communication with the Oversight Guild? Because we need to get them off our back one way or another. And Duran, you're going to know better how to do this because, you know, you're smart at computers and stuff. So maybe reaching out is a bad call in a way because it might let them track our our ship. But maybe there's a way we could do that safely. And Here's while we're thing. doing that, I would like to look into Contra. I don't think contacting the Oversight Guild is going to give get us anywhere. They've they already assumed we're guilty. It doesn't matter what we throw like. So I will say that is incorrect. The oversight guild is the reason you had the three day grace. Okay. Astrid Aurelius has like fought for you guys against the Ministry of Defense Mm -hmm. to enact their policy to give you guys a grace period to state your case to turn yourself in. So the oversight guild, as far as you know, has done everything to give you leeway. And has been on your side. All right. Let's re- reach out to Astrid, get that conversation started in the morning, and we'll move on from there. Because the, okay. the only thing stopping us from trying to clear our name was this video. Like, if we don't use it, I don't know what way we go forward without being perma-criminals or getting killed by 18 bounty hunters in some bar if we misstep, you know? I just feel like we've done so much, like, shit getting away that it doesn't matter about what we didn't do at this point. Well, we didn't do anything really bad, right? We we stole some cars. Yeah, threatened some officials. Ah. You know, fled. At the very least, we can maybe get the Oversight Guild to halt the bounty while they further the investigation. I think that's probably a better place, honestly. All right. All right, you guys want to reach out to the Oversight Guild? Uh, we do some engineering slash computers checks, Terry, to try to figure out if there's a way we can do this and not be like, bing, this is where we are. I'm assuming that's unavoidable, but I will do it for you, Cody. Just for you. They know we're on Surf anyway. That was Nile, but yes. Just for you, Cody. Do you want a computers or engineering check, Dane? That should be a computers check. I got a 26 computers. Okay. So you know that the way this would work is they wouldn't be able to like pinpoint your location, but because you are currently like docked and used your tavern, the oversight guild knows where you are. You Mm -hmm. took tavern jobs. So all they have to do is, is kind of like look and see. (laughs) Thankfully, Thimble has rebranded the Maverick. So they would, they don't necessarily know where you like, if you reach out to them, they will know you're the persistence. And Fuck. then would, would be able to to counter that. But it's also, I will say with your computers check, it will not take long for someone to okay. find out. Like if someone really wanted to, they could scrub the database and find out that the Maverick is gone and the persistence showed up and no one issued a license for it. Okay. okay. Right. Like it, it would not be difficult. This was a Band-Aid solution that okay. Thimble put together for you to scrape some cash together 
in the effort to come up with a better plan. Okay. Okay. Opening up communication does not mean it is a perma tracking situation. They would be okay. able to sort of like ping your location at the time, but the second you cut off communications and moved, they would not have a persisting connection with you unless you contacted them again. Okay. Or opened up contact. Like they could try to call you, but as long as you didn't accept, mm-hmm. nothing would happen. Okay. All right. Should we wait till the morning? Hopefully we'll have the video by then. I'm not sure what the timeline is for that. Um, I will say that you have Vale has has supplied it for you. It's, oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's ready to go. Just might don't s- sleep. Might as well reach well, out right now. Maybe we should sleep just so that we're not giving away our location and then lying down for eight hours. You know, you just in case. While you fly the plane or like in travel yeah, in the drift. Yeah, I guess we could leave. I just it's felt just like we weren't like, leaving yet. I want to use the protection that we have here on Sirth while we have it. Yeah, that's, that, that's that also, was kind of my feeling, right? Yeah, that's a that's a fair point. So might as well like let's let's reach out, contact them while we have this pseudo protection, and go from there. Oh, okay, sure. Well, that's that's where I was coming from with it. For me, it was like let's reach out when it expired. <laughs> oh no, no, I'd rather do it the other way around. They could surround Earth. All right, that's what. Well, J- let's just do it. Merrick is already like dialing the number into the phone. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> Merrick's got a phone book out. Like he's flipping through, being like Astrid. I mean, he can flip through a phone book so fucking quickly Ooh, with babies. four arms. <laughs> I could also rip him in half. Damn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not difficult to find the the connection number for the Oversight Guild. It's it's like one of the biggest institutions <laughs> in the Federation. So yeah, you you find a, a means of of contact. American style. And yep, the, the Federation of Council logo pops up and then it flips around and it gives you the the Tavern Oversight logo and it kind of like keeps flipping around as it's ringing. And a, a Yosoki woman with glasses uh, answers the phone and she says, uh, hi, how can I help you? This is the Tavern Oversight Guild. Um, where can I direct your call? Uh, Astrid, please. She'll want to talk to us. I'm very sorry, sir, but it is, uh, you can't exactly, you do need an appointment to talk to the overseer. Well, we, we, we missed it by a couple hours, but I'm hoping she'd still want to talk to us. She <laughs> takes her glasses off for a second, and then you can see her eyes dart off screen like four or five times, and she says, okay, and the screen <laughs> flickers out, and it says, redirecting call, and there is a sort of like little picture of Astrid on the screen and the call gets accepted but there is no one sitting at the desk but you hear sort of like scrambling off camera and (laughs) then a sort of disheveled Astrid Aurelius sits down at the desk and straightens herself up and says hello um the crew of the Maverick I assume formerly the Maverick yeah okay it's us hi hey there thanks for the uh the 24 hours? I'm sorry we missed it. Or the 30? Wow, 72. My brain hurts. Cody can't do math. That's that's okay. It's been a rough time. Where are you? We, well, we're not going to casually answer that stuff right away, Astra. I know you sort of have her back here, but you could understand the couple of days we've had. We were yes. already framed, so trust running at low. We've got something for you. She leans forward and says, I understand your position. I understand the trust issues. I I absolutely get it, but you need to know, and I, again, I know this is going to be a leap of faith and, and some trust, but I 100% have your back, and I know that you are innocent. I would like to know why you believe that. There is a lot happening here 
at the Federation of Councils. Uh, definitely nothing I would like to discuss over an unsecure uh, comm channel, but I have plenty of reasons to believe that this whole situation is not at all what it seems, and I think you all agree. Mm-hmm. If we can give you some evidence to back that up, would that be helpful? Yes, Dern, yes, that would be incredibly helpful. Anything you have that can prove your character, uh, where you were at times, uh, anything that helps show that you aren't involved in this the way that I know that you aren't, uh, I will take anything, anything at all. Personal testimony, video evidence, photo evidence. You uh, have the undoctored fo- footage. You got it. What do you mean undoctored footage? The footage with the bomb stuff. We have the original version. She leans back and she says, God damn it, the footage. The footage is altered. It it was reversed. Yep. Yeah. God, Surprisingly yeah. hard to like to fix just a little reverse thing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's been very it's been quite the journey. She puts her head in her hands and stays silent for a fairly long time. And she looks up and she says, I'm so sorry. It was right there. I missed it. It was so obvious. I guess all the good things are. Huh? But you say you have the real footage? Yeah. Yes. We found the person who doctored it. And after several hours of insanity, got them to undoctor it. Okay. Okay. This is... This is good. This is great. This is this shows one tampering. Someone hired someone to to frame you. That that puts us in a great position because that moves suspicion from you onto anyone else. It doesn't matter as long as okay. I, I this is a big ask, but if you come to Therum and plead your case in front of the council, I will represent you. I I hit mute. And I turn my head so you can't read my lips. And I ask Merrick, "Do you do you trust her?" Do you- Quick question: Is this does that mute mute her or us? Well, I wouldn't. <laughs> just wondering. Just. <laughs> I hit double. I, I hit. I hit the speaker off button. Do you? I. I. I'm not good at reading people. Do you trust her, Cody? I don't trust anyone but you two. But at this point, so let's say this goes south. At the very least, I've got a feeling it'll go south in the kind of way where we'll know more. Someone will have to reveal themselves, whether it's Azin or whoever set up Victor or whoever assassinated those people in the cube. If we put ourselves in the open, we either get out of this clean or we become the ultimate bait and we learn something. And at this point, after we've done the last couple of weeks, I don't know if there's anything we can't handle. Okay. I trust you. I unmute. I f- I feel like this is going to get me killed. You should have died 15 years ago, Duran. Let's just run with it. <laughs> no. Jesus. She says, I'm sorry, did I miss something? You guys kind of cut out there for a second. Oh, yeah. We're, we got some wonky, some wonky do, doohickey stuff on the go. You know the here. way those Eris reactors sometimes have that issue with communications? I think it was that. Give me a sense motive, Cody. I was actually angling for Merrick to give a sense motive, which is why I did this whole thing, but hey, let's do it at my minus two. <laughs> That's a one. <laughs> um, actually, every everyone can roll me a sense motive on this to to catch this. Uh, it's a dirty 20. Second, I got a 23. A dirty 23. Dirty 23. Durin and Merrick, when you mention the faulty Eris reactor communications, Astrid pales for a second. Some, something about that 
triggers something in her, and you can see it visibly affect her. So, Astrid, if we're playing this whole honesty, we trust you, you trust us. Uh, we've been around a lot of people. Something got just spooked you. I grew up on some of the first Eris shuttles. In fact, there is a good reason to believe I was the first human born in space. Oh, congratulations. That's a pretty big deal. Wow. Thank you. The communications of the Eris shuttles scare the hell out of me. Why is that? I don't know. But since I was a kid, they freaked the hell out of me. The way they click and the way they hum and the way they glitch, there's just something There's just something not right about them, and I hate them. And Space ghosts. Dane, why are you doing this to me? I, I already hate this. <laughs> I feel like you say that every episode. No. It's just on the things that like really touch my giblets, you know? <laughs> touch your giblets? <laughs> Oofa doofa, that's a saying. Oh, man. Somebody, uh, somebody get some fat out of Terry's giblets, please. No, please, Christ. <laughs> now, you know this all started right after we came upon the scene of some taverns destroyed with their Eris reactors taken, yes. right? Yeah, I, I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. I, I wasn't sure if, if all the other shit overshadowed this because it's a lot of shit. There's a lot that I know. I know about Victor Benson's meeting at the Oversight Guild on the Cube. I know about the Silver Liquid that you found at the wreckage. Do and I know, know about what it is. No. And I think I think if we can figure out that mystery, I think it all comes tumbling down. All right. We'll come. Be on the level with us. What does the situation look like for us right now? As honestly as you can be. Bad. I you will be met with a pretty heavy show of force. I will immediately after this call sign on as your representation in the trial. That would put you as my client, and any act of aggression would be interfering with a Federation trial. It would be no different than if I had a witness and I was caught murdering them. It would be no different than that. They cannot touch you if you enter into Federation airspace, specifically on Therum, you will have amnesty until the trial. That, that does not okay. carry over if you run. Do you understand no. me? This is not a uh, until... You figure it out. This is if you agree to this and I agree to act as your counsel and as your representation in this trial, you need to be here ASAP. We'll leave in the morning. We're on our way. And if we're attacked, we can return fire, I hope, right? Cody, if you're attacked, you won't have a chance. The Ministry of Defense wants you dead. Well, I meant more the all the bounty hunters that were sent out. Oh, oh yes, absolutely. I thought you meant if... If a ministry ship, if if Ministry of Defense, if someone catches you, if a Ministry Armada ship approaches you, you shut your engines off and you surrender. Okay. Okay. We're trusting you on this one. I know. And I know that's a huge leap, but I'm trusting you too. And I'm going to ask you one time. Did you do this? No. 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 Okay. Then we will meet on Therum and we will clear your name. All right. Okay. Thank you for calling me, gentlemen. Thanks for Thank picking you up. for uh, believing in us. It's nice that somebody does. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm sorry for everything that's happened. And I think once we clear your name, if you're willing, of course, we can start knocking over this house of cards. That would be nice. Uh, yeah, thank you. Good night. Okay, I'll start filing the paperwork. G guys, please do not fuck me on this. We're coming first thing in the morning. Okay. And she leans back, and as she lets out a heavy sigh, she cuts the screen. All right, somebody sent a message to the tattered vest. We need a couple of suits. 
We're going to court. <laughs> we have We're our fucked. suits from Voltaire, right? Oh, yeah. We still have Voltaire suits. Sick. Uh, well, I mean, Maris is fucked. fucked to shit. Oh, yeah. Mine is completely ruined. Yeah, Durance was probably, taken from him. Mine's I'm probably wearing also a poncho ruined. right now. Fucked. Um, yes, yeah. Your your stuff is fucked up. <laughs> you do not All have right. the suits anymore. Message to Anula. Sleep. Sound good? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do it. I, I will like let our style icon send the message because, you know, he, he, he are big hitter. I feel like we're so fucked. I'm scared. I don't, I don't want to be betrayed again. And I feel like we're going to be, you know what? Maybe it's best if we just assume that we are once again, worst case, someone stabs us in the back, but if we're on our toes, at least we can get them to stab us in the gut. So we can look them in the eyes and know who we have to stab back in their gut. Do we all have to go? You guys yeah. could could hide out. I could just go and, you no, know. We all go. If they get me, it's not a big loss. It'd be a big loss to us, Cody. We all go. Cody's asleep. He's dying. Yes, I will I will put you guys to sleep. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's it. We're dead. We're all sleeping and resting. And I'm just going to heal yourselves up to max. I'm not going to worry about fucking how hit points for cover. Oh, thank God. Thank you, Dane. There's gonna be you're gonna have a bunch of time in the drift traveling anyway, so mm-hmm. it'll it'll all come out in the wash because Duran could also just burn all of his channels yeah. and yeah. So we're gonna do a quick closed quarters or cramped oh, quarters. Sh- oh Hell yeah, God. let's do oh, it. Oh no. <laughs> if one of you doesn't want to do anything, because we now have uh, a, a a fair healthy amount of people on board. Um, you can do a cramp quarters with each other. You can do cramp quarters with either Jenny or short Jack. If you're not particularly feeling up to it or feel like your character wouldn't want to engage right now, that is fine. Um, but this is also how you expand the cruise story. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's- is our cramp quarters from before still in effect? Um, yes. Like, okay. Like I, I have it in my back pocket. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't pull it out, but okay. I thought it would happen before now. I did too. I didn't have a chance. I, I, I didn't feel like at any point in time mm-hmm. it would be fair to do. That's fair. Uh, how do we do this? Just roll? Yeah. Now, did Anula send us those suits? Anula has sent you some very, very plain suits. You know, we didn't run this plan by Jenny or Short Jack, right? They're secondary. Just, just letting you know, like, they don't, as far as they know, we're going on some type of adventure as uh, fugitives. I don't think they realize that like we're we're on our way to the courthouse right now. What could be more of an adventure than court? Okay, I don't remember what the the D twenty rule or numbers I did it. So we'll just do a, a fucking uh, we'll do do two D six. Do we have to pick a person first, or should we just roll? Uh, yes, please. To tell me who you're going to uh, who you're going to do your cramped quarters session with. Who do you want to go first, Dave? You know what we'll do? We'll do Cody. We're going to keep them short. We're going to keep them snappy, you know, like maybe five minutes tops each. So Cody, I'm going to let you go first and, and choose who you want to. I'm so scared. I don't want to fuck it up. Oh, fuck. I also want to do it with everybody. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Um, I think I'm going to try with short Jack. Okay. That's a four. Fuck. Some bad blood. God damn it. No one's going to be friends with short Jack. Uh, I feel like Cody would be, you know, he has no chill. I much like the way he's annoying when Thimble and Duran are talking. I think whenever Jenny is in the room and short Jack is, he's like, oh, Jenny, this this is short Jack's right here. You guys should do a song together. Yeah, I that 100% would piss 
Yeah. Piss Sharkjack off. And I probably should pick something that was less annoying because I do really want to be his friend, but that's okay. Um, I mean, it's, you know, th- this resolves it. So, like, this can be a learning moment. And so, Short Jack is going to pull you aside one day when, uh, what, what does Cody do when he's just chilling? Uh, you know what? I think as we're leaving, as we're leaving Surth, he's playing with his new weapons. So, he's got his baton out, which he loves because it's super cool. And he's playing with that. And he's just, like, watching the cold energy arc from it as he's trying to, like, because he's used to his fists. So, he's trying to learn this new weapon. Yeah, you're, I guess, in like one of the, the cargo holds or whatever, mm-hmm. taking a couple swings. And uh, Short Jack kind of like comes stomping in and says, oh, hey, mate, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, for sure. Want to spar? No, absolutely not. No, I'm going to actually tell you, can you chill, please? I like swish my like cold baton through the air and I'm like, that's a good one. I should remember that. No, this isn't. This is not a pun situation. This isn't a one-liner thing. Um, Jenny's actually really cool and actually a, a pretty big part of uh, growing up. I listened to her music and, and it really helped me. Um, so the fact that I'm now a crew member on a ship with her, I don't need you making it seem like I'm I'm like an idiot fan or like I'm, I'm I think I pull my weight around here. Oh, and you, I would like you to be, definitely do. Okay, then then stop treating me like I'm some useless person who can't talk to people, please. Oh, holy shit. Damn, I really didn't mean that. I just, I I, I thought I was helping. I, I thought I was being a good friend. I know. Look, Cody, I know. I get it. But there are subtleties and nuances to social situations that you can't just blurt out whatever you think or whatever you think is going to help or whatever just pops into your head. I have feelings. Jenny has feelings. And sometimes we don't need you guessing what those are, if that makes sense. And and if I wanted to talk to Jenny, I would. And maybe I'm not because I'm nervous. You throwing it in my face isn't going to make me any less nervous. I, I thought it would make you less nervous. I thought I was no. being your wingman. I was your goose. I know. I Look, I get it, Cody. I understand that you're trying to help, but I'm just, I'm asking you now, as your friend, just, just don't, okay? Yeah, 100%. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Thank you. I, look, I know you're learning. We're learning. It's, thank you. And, uh, short check, short check leaves. Cool. Um, Duran, who are you? I think I'm gonna try to, like, chat with Jenny. Okay. Ugh, 2d6 is right. Correct. Oh, please, come on. I want this to be a good interaction. Oh, fuck! I got a four. Uh, <laughs> some bad blood. I'm upset about that, but... So, Duran, you are uh, in one of the service tunnels or, like, fixing something on the ship, just kind of doing, like, uh, diagnostics or maintenance or, or something, and you hear uh, footsteps behind you, and when you turn around to look, it's... Jenny and she casually leans against the the side of the wall where you have removed a panel and are working in and she looks down at you and she says you you were here the longest right like I know Merrick is the captain but before you guys were uh, you guys on the old ship or the this ship prior to anyway you were the longest crew member right yeah I've been climbing in these vents for quite a while okay so Look, one of the big reasons why I've come along with you is I have been creatively stuck for a very long time. And the situation you guys have found yourselves in is, in my opinion, pretty fucking metal, right? Like you are, you're doing some cool shit. And this is, it's kind of getting the creative juices flowing a little bit. So I 
do you mind if I pick your brain a little bit about about the, the crew? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. What, what What's on your mind? Merrick was able to to answer me questions about, you know, uh, Quip and, and Query and, and Cody seemed to have spent some time with Satir, but I kind of want to know how you feel about the captain. <laughs> God damn it, Dave. Victor, right? Oh, okay. I mean, if he likes someone who just abandons their crew and just shrugs off their responsibilities. Yeah, great guy. He can walk into a room and everyone wants to suck his dick, but the moment things get tough, he just bails, you know? Oh, okay. Wow, that is completely the opposite of what the other guys said. What do you mean, uh, bails? What, I, as far as I know, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't he kind of sacrifice himself for you guys to get away? Yeah, in a situation where he didn't even have to. Jenny cocks her head and, and, and sort of, like, sits down cross-legged beside you and says, Okay, I need to hear your side of the story, because... From what it sounded like, you guys were about to get pretty fucked up by what? What is it? Isn't? Isn't? Asin? And his like mind-controlled army. So it sounds like he gave you the 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 space to get out. But if you think otherwise, I would, I would love to hear. Come on, one guy jumping in against an army just so a ship can get out—that doesn't make any sense. Right, but do you think you would have got away if he had stayed and let them open fire and charge in? 100%. We would have gotten away. Especially we would have gotten away with a ship that was intact if he was with us. If anything, he has caused all our problems from that very moment. And you think the four of you could have taken on this Azen guy? No. We would have made a getaway, come up with a plan, and move forward from there. The way Cody and Merrick have told it, it Azen was charging your ship. And if I, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but the entire time I was talking to Cody, he just kept saying he punched a tank. Well, yeah, and you think you think our captain's going to be good against a guy who could punch a tank? I'm more concerned about your ship. Listen, no matter which way we played out, he preached this whole thing about don't be a hero, don't sacrifice yourselves, and when his values actually got tested, he lied to us. Okay. Um, you know what, Darren, I think I'm going to... I, I mean, I, I wasn't there, so it might be unfair to say this, but I think if at the end of the day, if you did what he did for me... I'd be calling you a damn hero. Yeah, that just makes us different, I suppose. Yeah. I would expect you to call me stupid and a fool. She stands up, and as she walks away, she stops and she says, Well, for now, that's probably what I will call you. And she walks away. Merrick. Yes. We're going to do something a little different with you. Okay. Duran and Cody have kind of talked to the other crew members, but there is another something on the ship that requires your attention. God. Oh, no. What do you think it is? It's the ship. No. No. <laughs> oh, it's the oh the plant? The tree? Yes, it is the, oh, it is my the God. plant that Kaya had given you as a gift. <laughs> I don't um, want to see bad blood with a plant. <laughs> oh, um, no. It's what does that even gonna, mean? <laughs> we're going to do cramp quarters. We're going to do something a little different with, with Merrick. Merrick just gets um, in a fight with the fucking plant. He's like, fuck you! <laughs> It's a uh, late evening. Everyone has kind of gone to bed and you are in the tavern proper, maybe doing inventory or cleaning up or getting the, the tavern, the bar set up the way that you like it. And you can't help but notice that the tree or at least the sapling uh, doesn't look great. Oh, no. Uh, what God. would you like to do? Oh, God. Oh, God. I God, I can't kill a, a world creating plant. Uh, uh, w- water. Do you need water? Have you have you not watered it this entire time? 
I yeah, I know I've watered it probably. Um, you feel the soil, and it's it's still pretty damp. So okay. it, the the water is it has been taken care of. Um, hey, little buddy, um, Mister Plant, uh, I am not patience, so I don't know how to raise a tree. A bedtime story, some music, sunlight. Um, as you say that, you can't help but to feel drawn to certain memories. And you notice that there is a small little like bud that has now begun to form at the end of one of the branches and a like drop of shimmering silver light drops out into it and onto the like into the soil. I I check I check the bud, I guess. You can feel that there is like something inside that. Like when you when you touch it, you can feel something moving around. So like I feel something moving around in the bud? Yes. Yeah, it's like a like a green pod, almost like uh you know how like before a flower blooms, there's like a that green sort of like long pod and there's like four slits on it. Yeah. Kind of like that. Oh, God. But you can feel something moving around inside. Please don't be man-eating plant. Please don't be a man-eating plant. What am I going to tell patients if you have to eat men to be alive? Or women, or people, or creatures, or or little rats? Uh, Hello? I I yell at the bud. When you do that, you notice that it, like, it moves around a little bit. And you can tell that, like, whatever's in there wants out. Oh, God. Um, Hey, Mr. Tree Bud... Mr. Plant, you're allowed to come out if you want, I guess. Um, it Whatever's inside seems to uh, push at the front of where the four, where those four parts meet at the tip. It seems to like push and push and push, but it can't get through. I help it out? Yeah, you give it a gentle squeeze and it gives enough room for the bud to sort of kind of like ooze out. And a trickle of this white light again comes out. But then there is a burst of those small white silver motes of light that you saw in the roots of Kaya that were forming the images that you saw when Dern was was trapped in the waters um, and that were like floating over the pools and stuff. And they begin kind of like swirling around and they're a lot smaller and a lot fainter, but they begin swirling around the plant. And you once again get these like these images and these flashes and you can't help but to think of your father. That's a sad one. What is a fond memory Merrick has of his dad? Early on uh, in Merrick's life when he was still young, uh, his father Baron was uh, one of Umana's couple of his, one of his many, not her many mates, but she had a couple that she preferred. And it was just sort of them hanging out. They, they didn't matter as much. He wasn't the, you know, the main partner. And he wasn't supposed to be an important son. So early on, they just got to sort of do their own thing until Merrick had to go about his training. So it's just back to those first couple of years that he can remember where they would just spend time together and tell stories. And he'd show them around and sort of how to enjoy the, the desert life. And as you think about that, you see those wisps of light form a very loose figure that you can tell is the silhouette of your father. And then they dissipate again. And I'm going to need you to roll me 2d6, please. Okay. That's going to be a four and a five, so nine all day. Okay. You can tell almost immediately, as if you watched a time lapse of a plant growing, that the tree and the plant, it looked bad. It was wilting. It was it was limp. It was like slumped over. And it's now upright and 
within the span of like a couple seconds, a couple more shoots come out of its stalk and it looks healthy and vibrant. And those white lights keep circling around it. Um, and you have uh, you have taken care of this plant. Okay. Uh, if you need stories, little friend, I've got a book full of them as I hold up my little notebook. Um, anytime. It uh-huh. makes the like image of a book and the pages turning, and it seems it would like one from you. And uh, w- do you read them some some yeah, stories? Of course I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you spend uh, the next like couple hours just kind of going through your book and and finding stories that it seems to like, and and you tell them, and that will do it for your guys's cramped quarters. The uh, drift drive pings Cody and lets you know that you are about to exit the drift and into. Ferrum orbit. No, I forgot that was flying. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to let people know what? It, what would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to flee. I'm going to go okay. straight to the prison planet. No. Uh, yeah. I'm like, hey guys, this is your captain speaking. Um, it's me, Cody. We're here. Stations, I guess. Just in case. Bye. Claiming to be the captain is a bold move. Oh shit! I meant pilot. <laughs> yep. Merrick, how do you feel about that? Bad I meant, for Merrick. Bad I meant pilot. <laughs> I'm just so used to being like, this is your captain speaking. I hit the thing and I say, sorry, pilot, haven't recovered from my injuries. Sorry, Merrick. It's still Cody, by the way. I hang up again. Yeah. Uh, Short Jack and Jenny definitely slowly saunter in at certain times. Uh, Short Jack hops up to uh, one of the, the science stations. Um, Jenny is just kind of leaning on the railing behind the captain's chair. Duran and Merrick, I assume you are joining on the bridge. Yeah. I bring us, I guess once everyone's in position, I bring us out of the drift. And you pull out as the purple edges of the drift uh, dissipate and you launch into orbit of Therum, the capital of Casamal. And you can barely see the cerulean blue planet in the distance because in front of it are hundreds, if not thousands of Federation fighters flanked mm. by four warships capital warships of the armada and at the front of those the vanguard are four large mechs and one that is painted white gold and black flies forward and approaches the ship and it is slightly smaller than the persistence it is a very very large robot all right now we're fighting gundams dang go fuck yourself that's what you wanted toggies a notification says that you are currently being hailed appears on the, the screen. I look at the boys. I'm like, should I cut the engines? Uh, block it and go into drift. No, <laughs> but they said if we joke. see that's a, that's a joke, that's a joke. Please. They said if we see that. defense people to cut our engines, right? Yeah. So I yeah, cut the yeah. engines and I, I read the hail. So on screen, a Vesk woman who is a dark purple is in what appears to be a very tight cockpit. The screen is close up on her face, and she says, I see you've already cut the engines. This is a good first step. You are now under control of the Ministry of Defense of the Federation of Councils. The ship will be impounded, and we will escort you into temporary holding facilities. Please do not open fire. Please do not turn on any targeting systems. If you do, you will be met with swift and decisive action. To make that clear, we will obliterate you. You are currently being charged with treason, murder, terrorism, among 
a laundry list of other charges. The Archons and I will begin escorting you onto Therum. Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah. She nods and the communication ends and the three other Archons, which you now know, uh, float up to get to the back of the ship and you immediately feel it being moved. And the other one gets onto the top and then the one who was in front who talked to you reaches behind herself and begins dragging the persistence as these four Archon mechs begin guiding you into entry on Theron. 